Hello and welcome to the Carrier Conversations podcast. I'm Andy Barr, founder of Barr Transportation, and we are so glad you decided to tune in today. At Barr Transportation, we are the premier transportation brokerage that focuses on over-the-road or LTL food and beverage transportation, operating in Canada and U.S. Now, whether you are a company driver, owner-operator, or an owner of a small, medium, or mega-sized carrier, this podcast is for you. We'll cover how to run a profitable carrier, how to recruit the best drivers and keep them, and so, so much more. Lastly, at the end of each episode, make sure to stick around because we'll share with you how you can apply to be on the podcast yourself. Interviews are about 15 minutes long, and I'll leave you with my favorite quote, preparation plus opportunity equals success. That's all for now. Keep those wheels turning, and I'll see you on the inside. Okay, welcome everyone. It is June 6th, Monday, 2022, and just wanted to take a minute and go over a brief market overview. Again, this is usually pretty much for the reefer market as we are in the food and beverage space. Um, And so when we look at the market overall, we have definitely seen a pullback in volume. So what does that mean? That means if you are a carrier, there are less loads out there, less spot loads. Obviously, you still have the contracted freight, but maybe some of that contracted freight is a little bit less volume as well. Uh, that does mean lower rates for both shippers and, and uh, carriers. And it, it you can really see that balancing out of what we talked about before of you know more of a neutral market versus a truck-heavy uh, truck-driven market. Um, this is going to take time, you know, of course, but you you definitely feel it right now. If you are in the business, the volume is has pulled back. Um, you're kind of, you know, bundling up against the, uh, the shippers a little bit more. Uh, not that you weren't before, but, you know, you're definitely maybe calling them more frequently or just, you know, paying a little bit more attention to them. As, as you are looking to grow your fleet or grow your brokerage, a lot of carriers invested, right, in trailers. And then when you invest in trailers and trucks, you invest in drivers. So a lot of carriers have a lot of uh, expense out there, right? Because they, they saw this great truck market out there with great rates <clears throat> and they went and hired a bunch of drivers. They, they bought a bunch of equipment and, and now it's really coming into a little bit of a, of not a squeeze, but just a little bit of a pullback. You know, diesel's right around $6 a, a, a mile or a gallon. You've got, you know, high uh, cost for equipment. You've got high cost for drivers, for just general employment. Uh, you got a lot of high costs. And then when, when, you, when the market starts to come down, then you start to see, you know, smaller profits in general. But if you are a larger trucking company, a larger... Uh, you know, operation, you'll, you'll be okay. Uh, it's the, those guys that are just little one or two trucks that, that may struggle a little bit here, uh, especially those that maybe they, they weren't quite ready to expand and they, and they did anyways. So, um, you know, the world's not going to end. It's just not that bad, but you definitely see uh, a pullback in, in volume. And, you know, that could be due to inflation, uh, less people buying food in general, just because of, you know, if it's more expensive, um, 
you know, maybe maybe people are going to be, you know, eating out less. Uh, I, you know, that's one thing that people continue to do. You know, they might eat out a little less, but eating out and, and driving, people are still going to do that. And obviously, they're still going to pay rent or pay their mortgage. Uh, but those extra, you know, things, maybe they don't go to as many ball games or they don't, uh, you know, they don't buy a house or they, or maybe they buy a house because buying a house is, is better than, uh, than renting because rents, the rents are going up through the roof right now. But then again, people are thinking, well, it's a, it's a super top heavy market in the real estate market. So I, I don't know if I should buy now. Tricky thing is if, like, so we're in Charlotte, North Carolina and Charlotte, North Carolina may experience a little bit of a, a pullback in growth during these next few years. But the secret is it's still going to grow. It's still going to appreciate. So even though it might not appreciate as much, prices, in my opinion, and in my opinion only, will continue to go up. So even though we're at all-time highs for real estate right now, uh, I don't think we're going to see a pullback. Now, if you're in the middle of Detroit, that might be a different story. So anyways, this is not a real estate podcast. This is a uh, transportation podcast, but just a little bit of a heads up of stuff to think about. Now, let's kind of zoom in on the state specific. Right now, like I said, it's the beginning of June. So what happens in June, right? June is the last month of the year for the main summer produce season or spring uh, produce season in, in Florida. So, you know, right now, Southern Florida has loosened up. You've got more interest from carriers for loads. So if you're a shipper, you're going to have uh, uh, more interest for your loads, lower rates, uh, more competition for your business, which is a little bit uh, nice if you're a shipper because you get a little bit of relief because past uh, two months have been pretty tough on you. But the middle part, the Tampa, Orlando area and the, and the Jacksonville area, still very, very hot for produce. So plenty to go around as far as produce goes. Uh, currently in the state of Florida. And like we said before, that's pretty much going to last until the 4th of July. And then it's going to be pretty much a ghost town in Florida. That's where you hear those horror stories of nobody wanting to go to Florida because once they get down there, there's no freight and there's the ocean. So you, you, there's not another state. It's not like you can go east or west or south of Florida, right? Unless you're going to Cuba. So it, uh, it it's kind of a, a desert after the 4th of July for a few months. So you got a few more weeks here and until it really turns and that produce goes up the Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina type uh, region. Um, California, as you as you might expect, Southern California is still staying pretty busy. Uh, Northern California, definitely slower than Southern. Uh, the Midwest slowed down a lot. So you're seeing uh, lower rates leaving the Midwest. Um, you know, Texas, Dallas is always busy and you know, we're kind of in that uh, period where we're, we're going to finish up the, the Florida's produce season. Then it's going to, like I said, go up the coast. And once it goes up the coast, you know, we're going to get more into the summer, late summer, fall. And what, once that's, and that, that is when California really pops. When we're talking the fall, California is just like a, a beast. Uh, very, very hot. <clears throat> so, you know, it's, it's just, you know, paying attention to the markets. If you're a carrier, right. Knowing, and it's not hard to do, right. You, you know, you know, uh, if you're a driver or owner of a, of a carrier, you, you know, you know what areas to go to, you know, that the Washington apples and Christmas trees, that doesn't really start till the fourth quarter of the year. And um, you know, you've got your own direct shippers to protect you, but at the same time, if you're a shipper, <clears throat> 
Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be more of a balancing out. You're gonna get a lot more uh, uh, solicitation, a lot more phone calls, a lot more uh, outreach from some of your providers, uh, or at least you should. And yeah, I mean, just continue to work with those that you trust. Um, and you know, let's say a new person calls you. You know, it's not not a bad thing to entertain a new person. Uh, just but make sure you know what you're looking for, right? Don't fall for the trick of oh. You're $300 less than my current broker or current carrier. You must be, you know, amazing. Well, as they say, you always pay. You always pay, whether it be now or later. So if you pay now, truck's probably going to show up on time and deliver on time. It's going to be pretty smooth. But if you get a, a cheap rate from a, a broker or a carrier, guess what? Well, you know, he might not pick up that day or he might, he might pick up, you know, three hours after, you know, an overtime. So now your, your dock is, you know, got that overtime charge or it might not even pick up that day. It's just simple math, right? Cause the lower the rate, less people want the load. So, you know, if you go too low, you're going to have to wait until that one or two uh, guys are, are available who, who would go that low. Um, of course, the opposite is true. If you got a really hot load, really urgent load, something that you really want to make sure your customer gets it on time, pay a little bit more. I mean, come on. Um, you know, transportation is a big portion of the cost, but it's not the only cost, you know, especially the line haul. You know, what's the, what's the cost of your shipper or your receiver, your customer? What's the cost of your receiver, your customer not getting their product when they want it within a reasonable amount of time? You know, what, what type of uh, image does that portray on you? You know, uh, what, if, you're, if your product is delayed to that destination, Obviously, they can't sell it. They can't, you know, sell it to their customer, right? So, you know, it, it's it's a lot of a lot of shippers and, and companies just look at the line haul. There's so much more cost than that, and you know, it's it's something you just got to really be cognizant of as you're talking to companies. And uh, you know, I would I would suggest that you take the time when you're talking to these companies when they call you to try to really figure out what their core niche is, what they're, what they're best at, what their best lanes are. Because every transportation company has a circle, right? And outside that circle, they can still do the load, but probably not going to have the, the, the high uh, level of service that you expect or want as if it was in that wheelhouse. So something to keep in mind. What else is uh, still beginning in June? Yeah, I, I would say, you know, you, you start planning for the 4th of July. If you're in produce, okay, you know, usually the week before, okay, the week before the 4th of July is going to be a busy week. Um, or if you're a meat company, right, it's going to be a busy week the meat before because you're filling up the distribution centers with all your meat. So right now we got a little bit of a, of a pullback. Um so start planning, start talking to your, 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 your carrier base, your broker base of, okay, who's available, uh, who can commit to what, you know, if you're a small shipper, it's one thing, but if you're a large shipper and you've got, you know, 20 loads a day and you're going to double to 40 loads a day, once that happens, yeah, that takes some planning, right? Um, you want to plan for that surge in, uh, in, in capacity necessity. Don't just assume just because you can cover 40 loads a day that you can cover 80 loads a day you know, or whatever it is, just double the amount, take some time to plan. And, and also you don't want to just put it on any 
any uh, any reefer, any carrier, right? Obviously, you know, it's good to have a washout for uh, the Food Safety Modernization Act and just make sure it's a sanitized trailer. And, and just really, you just want to be, you know, a well-respected shipper, right? You want to make sure that you're only working with the carriers that, you know, have been in business for more than a year. And I'm not knocking the guys that haven't, right? I, I've been there before, you know, we're, um, you know, we weren't, you know, too, not too long ago, we were in that situation where we were under a year old and, you know, it was, it was tough. We were, we had to pay carriers via com check, you know, once you're loaded, once you're empty, you know, cause we didn't have any credit, but we, we got through it. But, you know, if you're, if you're a carrier just starting out, I would, I would just make sure that, you know, you stay squeaky clean, you keep the hours of service right, the e-logs right, and, and don't cut any corners because, you know, when a broker sees that you're newer, they're looking for, for other red flags. And if they see one more red flag, it's pretty much a, a, a no-go. A lot of brokers won't work with anybody under 30 days. A lot of brokers won't work for anybody under six months. Some brokers won't work with you for under a year, right? So it's, it's just kind of a, uh, it's a period of time you got to go through. So that's another, that's another story. So anywho, that's all for now, folks. Thanks for uh, tuning in and we'll catch you in the next one. Take care. Alrighty, thank you for listening to today's Carrier Conversation podcast brought to you by Bar Transportation. Now, if you are a successful driver, dispatcher, or owner of a trucking company, and you believe you have some secret sauce to share and enjoy helping others grow, then look no further. Simply go to bartrans.com, click on Carriers, and you'll find the Carrier Podcast. Now, as you know, topics range the whole spectrum from maintenance to fuel to driver recruiting to something I'm not thinking of. Just absolutely tons to talk about and we'll never run out of topics. Lastly, if you enjoyed the podcast, please like, subscribe, tweet, reshare it with everyone you know. Tell other drivers at truck stops about it. Spread the word. As you know, collectively, we can learn a lot together, right? Knowledge is power. That's all for now. Keep those wheels turning. Stay safe and remember, preparation plus opportunity equals success.